Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of Serial Killers Around the World. My name is Annette and in my podcast I discuss exactly that, serial killers around the world. Before I begin, I want to warn my listeners of one of today's more gruesome topics, necrophilia. It's a gross subject, but so is serial killing. On today's episode, I will talk about serial killer and rapist Young Zenhai, also known as the Monster Killer. Zenhai was born on July 29, 1968 in Zhangyang County, Henan, China. He was the youngest of four children and was reported to be a smart and introverted kid, although it was said he was also the victim of bullying due to his small stature. I couldn't really find any other information regarding his family or childhood, other than reading that he came from a very poor family and dropped out of school at the age of 17. As an FYI about China's serial killer population, it is reported to be between 37 and 57, and most recently a female serial killer was executed after confessing to killing seven people. Zenhai, on the other hand, has quite the body count and confessed to killing 67 people and committing 23 rapes in various provinces throughout his four-year reign of terror. He is also known as China's most proliferous killer. His method of killing was by bludgeoning his victims with a variety of weapons, including hammers, shovels, and axes. Before being arrested and executed for murdering 67 people and raping 23 girls, he had an existing criminal record for a variety of crimes, including theft and attempted rape. Well, I've got at least one good thing to say about China. They have a very generous execution policy as far as their murderers and drug traffickers are concerned. And in 2022, executed approximately 1,000 murderers. Their standard execution method is by firing squad, although recently they have also incorporated lethal injection. They seem to have a detailed process when it comes to the capital punishment process, with the first appeal taking place by a high people's court, and if the perpetrator wishes to appeal their sentence, and whether or not they appeal, the second process is an automatic appeal by the Supreme People's Court of the Republic of China. Murderers aren't the only criminals executed. The list includes people convicted of spying, selling state secrets, treason, spreading poisons and hazardous materials, arson, and flooding, to name just a few. China, of course, also has a history of wrongly convicting innocent people, as as is common in most countries. That all being said, China isn't exactly an open book, and this information may not be completely accurate. So back to Zenhai. His victims ranged in ages from 7 to 77, and most of his victims were farmers and their families. During his attacks, he would wear a different size and style of shoe, and afterward would bury the weapons or throw them in rivers and burn the clothing. He would strike his victims in the middle of the night, which seems to be a popular tactic among serial killers. Under the cover of darkness, many bad things can happen, and we are usually at our most vulnerable at night, usually asleep in bed, and thereby being at risk to becoming a victim of a variety of crimes including murder. Zenhai's first known murder took place on September 19, 2000, in which there were two victims. 
As stated earlier, there isn't a lot of information on the victims, but in the case of the September 19, 2000 murders, one of the victims was 70 years of age, and unfortunately the age of the other victim is not known, but I am assuming that they were husband and wife. Zinhai beat them to death with a brick, and after taking whatever money they had, he fled. Shortly thereafter, on October 1, 2000, he killed three people, ages 7, 12, and 62. Zinhai had spotted the two children earlier that day, and once darkness fell, he entered the home and beat the 62-year-old grandfather to death. He then killed the two children and afterwards raped the 12-year-old girl. I find it hard to comprehend how anyone could commit such a heinous crime and be able to sleep at night and carry on during the day as a somewhat normal person. After this crime, Zenhai became known as the Monster of Henan. His next victims consisted of three family members. On August 15, 2001, he once again broke into a home and then killed a 42-year-old, and after killing the 14- and 11-year-old children, he raped the young female victim. While I'm not going to provide information about all of his victims due to lack of information available, it looks like his biggest murder took place November 8, 2002, in which he killed four people, raped two, and seriously injured one. It is interesting to note that Zenhai killed at least 20 people in 2002. That is a lot of victims over a 12-month span. Zenhai's murder spree ended while at an entertainment venue when his suspicious behavior was observed and shortly thereafter he was detained by police. It wasn't long after that they realized he was a wanted man for committing various murders in four provinces. Zenhai confessed to all of the crimes he committed and the police found plenty of his DNA at the crime scenes. In total, he murdered 67 people and raped 23 women and girls, including a pregnant woman. So, you might ask, what made Zenhai a serial killer, and what makes a serial killer in general? Are they born this way, or is it more of a nurture scenario? Some believe that serial killers are made due to a combination of being born that way and a product of their environment. It is said that psychopaths are born and sociopaths are created, but please note that neither necessarily turn into killers. A psychopath is someone suffering from a chronic mental disorder who exhibits abnormal social behavior, and it's, in some instances it is violent behavior and shows little to no empathy towards others. They also tend to blame others for their wrongdoings instead of taking accountability. Someone who is considered a sociopath will feel superior to others, manipulate their friends, family, and co-workers in order to get what they want, have a lack of empathy, and frequently are unable to meet responsibilities that most of us have no trouble meeting. Zenhai obviously had a personality disorder, but it also appears that his motives for killing and raping were in part due to some sort of revenge against society that stemmed from a bad breakup with a girlfriend. Most of us would deal with a breakup by crying on a friend's shoulder and eating some ice cream. Zenhai, unfortunately, took a sharp turn with this breakup. While there isn't a clear-cut reason why people turn into serial killers, the obvious reason is that they do it for the thrill, whether sexual in nature or not, 
They have serious anger issues and need to lash out at strangers and sometimes do it for attention. Other components include domination, power, and control. Serial murderers aren't just a modern day problem. They have existed through thousands of years. Take a look at Leo Pingley, thought to be the first serial killer in history. Pingley was a 2nd century BC Han prince who murdered over 100 people. The reasoning behind his murdering ways were allegedly for, quote, the fun of it, unquote. Then we have Gilles de Rey from France who tortured, raped, and killed over 140 children from 1432 to 1440. This is just a small handful of serial killers from ancient times. Now, let's turn our attention to the very taboo subject of necrophilia, a topic most people don't want to think about or discuss, including me. The simple definition of necrophilia is someone who has sexual intercourse with a dead body. Necrophilia is recognized by the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders as a mental disorder. Ancient Egypt practiced necrophilia in which women who were considered attractive, even in death, were violated over the course of a few days before being given to embalmers. Necrophilia has taken place around the world and still exists today. Most recently, David Fuller, a British man, was accused of sexually abusing more than 100 bodies over a 15-year period. He had various jobs in hospital morgues and while at work would abuse his victims. He even photographed and recorded his crimes. So while Zenhai and Fuller are worlds apart, they still share the same predilection for necrophilia. Zinhai's hearing lasted most of the day and was conducted behind closed doors. He was sentenced to death for intentional homicide, willful and malicious injury, and pillage and rape on February 1, 2004 by the Loho City Intermediate People's Court. He did not appeal the case and on February 14, 2004, was executed by a firing squad. He was only 35 years old at the time of his death, so it seems even more shocking that he committed so many murders in such a short amount of time. I can only imagine how many more victims there would be had he not been caught in 2003. At one point, while being questioned, Zenhai stated, quote, When I kill people, I had a desire. This inspired to kill more. I don't care whether they deserve to live or not. It is none of my concern. I have no desire to be part of society. Society is not my concern. End quote. It is obvious that Zenhai had no remorse for the atrocious crimes he committed, but this is true of most serial killers. Well, I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will come back. Stay safe, and please be kind to others. And don't murder!